This is an All Ears English podcast, episode 1895. Are you quiet quitting? Welcome to the All Ears English podcast, downloaded more than 200 million times. Are you feeling stuck with your English? We'll show you how to become fearless and fluent by focusing on connection, not perfection with your American host, Aubrey Carter, the IELTS whiz and Lindsay McMahon, the English adventurer, coming to you from Arizona and Colorado, USA. To get real-time transcripts right on your phone and create your personalized vocabulary list, try the All Ears English app for iOS and Android. Start your seven-day free trial at allearsenglish.com forward slash app. In today's episode, Lindsay and Aubrey talk about the cultural phenomenon happening in the U.S. and the world today of quiet quitting. Why is this happening now and are you participating in this trend? Let's debate and discuss in this episode. Wondering about your fluency level? Take our simple English fluency quiz and find out if you're 50% fluent, 65% fluent, or 80% fluent. Plus, get ready for an exciting new course release coming up in early June. Learn from real English conversations so you can finally get competent. Take the quiz at allearsenglish.com slash fluency score. Hey there, Aubrey. How's everything going today? I'm great. How are you? Awesome. I am so excited about today's episode to get into something super interesting that is going to be really relevant to our listeners. Uh, are you ready for this? Yes, I love cultural conversations. I love a deep dive into the psyche a little bit. This yes. is going to be interesting. Yeah, here at this Allers English, we like to think about things on a deeper level, right? We're not just teaching English here, guys. We're not just talking about language. We're talking about life. Okay. So this came up yesterday as I was teaching our live group class and we talked about the word to eclipse, right? When something becomes more important than something else. And Jasmine from our group said that her life and other hobbies are eclipsing her work. And she said she is quiet quitting. And I got so excited <laughs> when she said that word, because we all, all of us in the class, all six of us perked up. We said, oh, wow, I've heard about this in the news. I've read a few articles. Aubrey, have you read a little bit about this concept of quiet quitting? I had not heard about this until you sent me this New York Times article, and I am fascinated. I'm not, you know, I have four kids. I don't actually have a lot of chances to watch the news or just browse on social media, right? So I like work, and then I'm helping my kids. So I don't, <laughs> unfortunately, always get this interesting cultural information. So I'm grateful I had this chance to read up on it and that we'll be able to chat about it because it's fascinating. Yeah. It's okay. I read the news all the time and I miss stuff. I miss huge things. <laughs> so it's okay. And this is very new. So some yeah. of you out there may not have heard of this. Like I had not. A lot of you may have heard of it, but not be really clear exactly what it is or, or how you feel. You might not have really made up your mind. So it'll exactly. be interesting. Kind of come along with us on this conversation and yes. just think about it. What do you think about this as well? Right. Yes, I love it. So I'm going to just refer to a quote from the New York Times, Jim Hart who is a scientist at the Gallup poll. Gallup is a company that 
does, you know, research on people, right? Surveys and, and research on society and culture. So he described quiet quitting as people that are basically not engaged, those who show up to work and do the minimum amount required, but not much else. And kind of a, sh a shocking stat was that he found at Gallup that more than half of the workers surveyed by Gallup who were born after 1989, that's interesting, 54% of them fall into this category of quiet quitting, right? This idea, okay? This is so fascinating. First, yeah, let's send our listeners to some places they can do first to do some reading on their own, right? And then we'll start to talk about this. Where can they go first? I personally love the Wall Street Journal because it takes yes. an economic perspective on things. Yes, yeah. I do too. So definitely there's a Wall Street Journal article called um, Gen Z Coworkers Are Quiet Quitting. Here's what that means. Yeah, We'll link this on the blog and definitely check it out. Come see the blog allersenglish.com. Yes. And the New mm -hmm. York Times also had a very good article, right, Lindsay? Yep, about quiet quitting and kind of I guess the term did arise on TikTok is what I'm I'm seeing from these yes. articles, right? But it's well, and so because much... it's a hashtag and it's shared, it's so there's hashtag. thousands of videos okay. now. So even if it did arise somewhere else, I think you're right, but that's where it blows up that's because blows people up. are sharing and seeing yes. other videos and that it gets traction. Exactly. So that's how we're talking about it, but it's happening obviously beyond TikTok, yes. right? So <laughs> check that out. And then there's a language oriented article, which we're going to revisit another day on what the Daily Mail is that right? Yes. Yeah. So from the UK, they have some really great vocab terms that are being created on social media, on TikTok, and really being adopted into our vocabulary that are all related to yes. this. So mm -hmm. stay tuned. Make sure you follow in, in an upcoming episode. We'll share some of that vocabulary. Yes. I love it. So in your words, Aubrey, what is quiet quitting in your mind? What does it mean? What are they doing? What are people doing when they're doing this? I've seen a few different quotes to where there are extremes or there's somewhere in the middle and the in the middle, it's just about work-life balance mm -hmm. where they're trying to make sure yeah. their job is not the most important thing in their life. It's family, yeah. it's mm -hmm. fate, whatever it is, mm -hmm. right? It's not just your job. And we've always talked about needing that work-life balance, yes. but then I see the opposite extremes where that idea of putting in bare minimum effort, like punching a time card and being there nine to five and doing as little as possible, yes. that makes my skin crawl because I was raised with a very strong work ethic yes. and that extreme I really am I don't want to work with anyone who has that attitude yeah I don't want my daughters to have that attitude so that extreme as well as the extreme of having your job be the only thing that's important and you're checking yes. email all day long and not having that balance yeah both I think are problematic yeah, yeah you're right there's something very triggering for me too about this and it just it's it is funny because we've been waiting for a moment in history and we got it at the pandemic. I, I would venture to say this is probably a shift due to the pandemic, yes. right? Because, you know, before and after there's a heat, we're going to look back in a hundred years and see there was a clear change, right? Definitely. I mean, why do you think that happened, Aubrey? Well, part of it was the shift to working from home, yep. which really lent toward those of us who already had a strong work ethic. It really changed nothing. You and I were already working from home. Yeah, nothing yeah, changed. Didn't change anything. But for a lot of people who went to work nine to five yeah. and only really worked hard because there was supervision there. And right. then once they were home, they realized I can do the same amount of work in two hours that I was mm -hmm. doing from nine mm -hmm. to five. So mm -hmm. that's still the amount of work I'm going to do that I feel like created this mental shift and yes. that was yes. really the gateway to this attitude, I think. Yeah, it was. And, you know, the reason that I think this is really interesting is because there's a certain group. I mean, you you have kids in this age group, right? Yes. Who are 
entering the workforce seeing this as possibly the model like someone just right. a, a five years ahead of them at their workplace who they might admire more than the 45 or 50 year old who's in mm -hmm. another you know the c-suite right that person five years older than them they might see them doing this and is this going to become the norm for kids who are 18 to 22 Right? This is my fear. I am petrified, which yeah. is very scared that <laughs> this would be for my daughter. So I reading yeah. this article, I felt like I need to have a serious conversation with them yeah. about work ethic. To, I mm -hmm. understand they're teenagers right now. When I was a teenager, I clocked in at night. I probably did bare minimum, but there was supervision to make sure that I was, you know, earning my hourly paycheck, whatever. But once they are older, I need them to have that work ethic yeah. to where they're proud of a job well done, to where they're a, a valuable asset to a company. It's valuable to, valuable to me and I want it to be for them as well. Yeah, because there is something. So yes, it's, we don't want to get all of our satisfaction in life from our work, Definitely but there's something not. about feeling like you're doing good work, you're doing work that matters and you're doing it as be the best you can. But yes. that's very satisfying. Something as human beings, I think we need that. We need that validation, right? It's not mm -hmm. just the validation of a paycheck. It's the validation of the respect of your coworkers, mm -hmm. of feeling the success of doing yes. something well. And whether you get credit or what, it's not about that. It's knowing that intrinsic, intrinsic knowledge of knowing you did that well. You are skilled. Yeah. You are talented. That there's value in that and just your overall self-worth. Yeah, I love that you have that, Aubrey. That's really admirable. I think pretty much everyone on our team has that, or everyone on our team has that. Otherwise, know, pretty they much. wouldn't Come on, be. Lindsay. Everyone <laughs> does. They wouldn't be working at Allers English because totally. we hustle here. You know, we really hustle. We always have. But part of the reason we're able to is because we have meaning behind our work. It comes back to connection, helping our listeners connect right with the yes. human being in front of them. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. But, you know, there's also the other side here, the economy, the role of managers and of companies. There's another article that I haven't read yet, but I would point our listeners to if they're really interested in the title of this second article is if your quiet quitting is going well, you might be getting quiet fired. <laughs> okay, so that's the other side. So as our, you know, the our young teenagers are coming into this working world, they may be thinking, Everything's going great. I'm doing just the amount of work I want to do, nothing more. But there's another side. They have a manager, they have a boss, they have a company, and the company has a PL, a profit and loss. Mm -hmm. And in the end, if you're not creating value at a company, you could be fired easily. In the US, it's not hard to get fired, right? right Compared to right. other countries. Layoffs are very common. Yes. Yes. You don't want to be first on the list where if there are layoffs, you're the first one they think of, right? Exactly. For sure. Yeah, I, I think that we're in a moment now where employees do have a little more power, right? Because the you know it is, it's a weird moment we're in with the reset. We don't know if there's an impending recession. We don't know what's happening. But I think post-pandemic, employees have a little bit more negotiation power 
But in the end, a company needs to pay their bills and make a profit. Yes, but That's not business. only that, when you're at a job, it's really, it shouldn't really be just about maintaining. I know our yeah. listeners, this is going to resonate with mm. you. You want that promotion. You want to improve. You don't want to feel like there's a ceiling. And that yeah. promotion, that moving up in a company or moving on to another better job is going to be much harder if you're quiet quitting, right? Yes, I, I know there's an expression in the world of, you know, of the better, like not better, but like tech companies or consulting companies where they have the concept of up or out, right? You're either mm -hmm. progressing up, moving through up the company, or you should be out, or you know, you get fired or you whatever, you're, you're just not a valuable asset because yes. they want people that are going to be wanting to move up in the company. Right. You if know, you're not moving up, are you in the right role? Exactly. Yeah, exactly. But I do think, you know, just to swing to the other side here, Aubrey, I do think hustle culture, when it comes to the world of entrepreneurship, it was very trendy when online business first became popular in about 2010, 2012, up until 2019, up until March 15th of 2020, hustle culture was hot. Oh, yeah. Right. There was a lot of uh, a lot of talk about staying up all night, you know, drinking the whatever the Red Bull, whatever you need to build mm -hmm. your business and don't sleep. Hustle, hustle, hustle. I think that is changing a little bit. Yes, I agree. It was, it was everything. I, I especially imagine like Wall Street people, you know, but for lots yeah. of jobs, it was putting in all the hours you could, checking your email all the time. It was very respected. It was very valued. And that's why we started talking about work-life balance because a lot of people didn't have it. A yeah. lot of people's families were really suffering because hustle culture was taking over and that was the way to go. Yeah. So then yeah. we've sort of swung the pendulum to the other side to where there's a lot of coasting to balance that. And really we just need to swing to the middle. We need let's to swing to the middle. Let's find a balance. Yeah, let's find a balance. Do you think that, that quiet quitting, Aubrey, could be passive aggressive? Hmm. So it's really interesting how I feel like there are a lot of different takes on quiet quitting. I'm looking at these different articles yeah. and I saw there was one quote where someone was sort of saying, I'm still putting in the same amount of work that I did before. Quiet quitting for me mm -hmm. is just not being stressed out and giving myself ulcers. Like yes. my, my yes. actual personal life is what's more important. I'm putting mm -hmm. in all the work that I need to without as much stress and anxiety. And I can mm -hmm. get behind that. I can too. Yeah. And actually to be honest, I think we can do better work when that is the case. Yeah. Right? Like if I don't, you know, if I don't think about our emails or work all weekend, I can come back and be much better on the microphone on a Monday than I could otherwise. Yes. Right? And I think about my husband's job. He's in sales. There is no busy work. So he's either preparing sales demos or he's giving sales demos. And if he's not doing one of those other things or he hasn't been given a task, he's free to do what he needs to do during the day. And he mm. still will sometimes put in just because he has the time. Maybe he'll put in more time to make an amazing presentation. He has a very yeah. strong work ethic. Yeah. But because there's no busy work. Yeah. He does. It's like you said, you make the, the work you do more valuable. You have the time to do it. Yeah. But that's the tricky thing is like, are you, do you feel comfortable with the amount of work you're putting in for the pay you're receiving? That's what you need. Do you feel guilty? Mm. Should you feel guilty? And that's where I, not like, not like guilt should be the motivation, Yeah, but you should not be able to put in one hour's worth of work when you're getting paid nine to five and feel comfortable with that. Right, 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 right. You should right, not right, feel right. that that agree. is reasonable in my opinion. A hundred percent. I mean, eventually the company is not going to survive. Like it's yeah, going right? to show up in the numbers, but you know. Or you're not going to move on because if you have yes. the, if you, you have that potential to do eight hours worth of work, then yeah. think how much more you could be doing, right? <laughs> 
And I think on the other side, right, so there's two kind of arguments against this, right? One of them is kind of the the work ethic that this shouldn't be okay, right? This shouldn't be okay. And then right. the other side is ultimately, I, I mean, this is our opinion. I'm excited to see what our listeners think. They might have Definitely. a very different perspective and we'll we want to hear like from you guys. social media posts yes. on this so you can comment. Definitely come to YouTube. Yeah. This video will be on YouTube. YouTube, comment, let us know. Yes. Do you see this? What do you think we want oh, to know? Yes, it's so good. I mean, the other side, as I was going to mention, is having, I think, I know native speakers that don't agree with this, but I personally think that your job has to mean something. As I said earlier, there has to be some higher meaning that it's fulfilling, like it fulfills something inside of you. So that's the one thing that I worry about with when people are quiet quitting, they're just doing the bare minimum and the work isn't fulfilling. If the right. work is fulfilling and you're being more efficient and you're balancing your mindset, the importance of family and being outside, whatever, that's great. But if you're just showing up quiet quitting bare minimum and no meaning behind your work, you're missing a huge chunk of life. Yes. Well, and it's interesting. There's a very big difference between work that is sort of a stepping stone, maybe not exactly what you want to be doing, but you're getting to where you need because we get it. There have been times where I was working for that paycheck. It was not where I wanted to be forever. That's a very different situation from where you're starting to get to jobs where like, this is what I'm choosing to do. I could be somewhere else. I agree so much with you. There is a certain amount of privilege in having a job that you're choosing and you're not working just for the paycheck. Mm -hmm. That we're not saying that's wrong. If you're in that no, situation, yeah, yeah, yeah. we get it. We have sure. been there. Yes. We get it, right? Yeah. But if you are in a job where you could choose a different job, right. where you felt more meaning, where you felt more passion, definitely mm-hmm. choose that job. Yeah. Even if, I, I would say if you can make ends meet, if you can, even if it is a little bit of a pay cut because you will have such better quality of life. Yeah, I love it. It's so good, right? So you and I have both talked on this show about our our first jobs, the jobs we've done, the jobs. I washed dishes at Friendly's and I hated it. You open the thing and the steam comes in your face. Yeah, the potato factory. Every time I think of a potato factory, I'm going to think of you, Aubrey. I mean, (laughs) we've done those things. But if you do have the, if you're lucky enough to be able to create a career where there could be meaning for you, then try to get that. And just one final curveball that I want to throw in the conversation for our listeners to think about everything we've said today, Aubrey, I want to know how much of it is influenced by American cultural norms and values. What we've been taught, like the stories we read as kids, the myths we heard, like the the, the narrative, everything our parents have taught us, like how much of this is cultural? It is fascinating. Uh-huh. I know when I moved to France, it was fascinating how much more laid back the work culture was. They would often take yeah. a break in the middle of the day just to hang out or have a, just like a break, you know, a, a siesta sometimes in some countries, right? A little bit of a yeah. nap. Mm-hmm. And they, I had great conversations where people would say like, I am a better worker. I am more effective right. because of this aspect of my work culture, maybe not for every mm-hmm. company. Mm-hmm. And so, yes, I want to know what's it like for you? How do you think U.S. Yeah. culture should be different? Maybe is yours preferable in some ways? Compare them. I want to know all of that. Yeah. I mean, if you think about it, you know, the Puritan work ethic, the how large the U.S. economy has grown, there's a reason like that never could have happened, right? For better or for worse, (laughs) if we didn't have these narratives that we tell ourselves, right? So there's really no reality, right? It's all relative to where we come from. That's the interesting thing. I don't know. I think it's great. This is good. So what should we leave our listeners with today, Aubrey? 
Yeah, I think it's just interesting to think about these types of things. When you read a news article about quiet quitting, about slang coming from TikTok, about these changes, don't just read it and then move on. Think about it, right? Have a conversation with someone in English about it. Listen to a podcast about it. Go deeper like we are here. Mm -hmm. That's where real interest is generated and where you're going to have the information, the tools to have these great conversations yourself. Wow, such a good topic. I'm so glad we talked about this today. I can't wait for you guys to let us know what you think about quiet quitting. Are you doing it? Are you? Do you know people who are doing it? Is it okay? What does your culture say about this? Tell us in the YouTube comments or wherever you you know connect with us on social media. We're on Instagram. We're all over the place. We're right? everywhere. Aubrey, We're TikTok. on every <laughs> social channel. Yes, and even yeah. in China, Billy Billy. So yeah. yes. Find us wherever you find social media and let us know. All right. Good stuff. Thanks for hanging out today, Aubrey. It's been great. I'll talk to you soon. Thanks, Lindsay. See ya. Bye. Thanks for listening to All Ears English. Would you like to know your English level? Take our two-minute quiz. Go to allearsenglish.com forward slash fluency score. And if you believe in connection, not perfection, then hit subscribe now to make sure you don't miss anything. See you next time.